The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Now at five, no exceptions. Texas lawmakers have talked about creating exceptions to the state's abortion ban, like rape or incest, why those changes may not happen. And will trip for a tip a pizza delivery driver's fast feet help police make an arrest? And we're clouding up in a hurry this afternoon after a sunny start and rain returns soon in your first warning forecast. Well, Austin ISD pushed back today on the state's plan to take over its special education operations. Now, back in March, the Texas Education Agency announced its recommendation to appoint a conservator management team to the district. The team would address findings that the district repeatedly missed state and federal deadlines to evaluate students suspected of needing special education services and that it failed to fix the issue and come into compliance over several years. Now, today is the first step to have the conservator recommendation changed. They've asked the TEA to informally review its decision. AISD Board President Roddy Singh told KXAN the district asked the TEA for a monitor instead of a conservator. A monitor would not be able to direct operations at the district, but instead would report back to the TEA on what is happening. We're not really denying the fact that there is a problem in the district, but what we are saying is, hey, we think we're moving in the right direction and having a conservator might um, disrupt some of the momentum that we had and we don't want anything to disrupt serving our students. Now the district says already this year it's been able to complete 45% more evaluations than the previous school year. The board president says despite missing more than half its evaluation staff, the goal is to completely catch up on its backlog by fall of 2025. The closely watched defamation trial against Fox News is now scheduled to begin tomorrow. Dominion Voting Systems is suing the cable news network for a billion dollars. And as Bree Jackson reports, Dominion has to meet a high bar and a trial means potentially embarrassing information about Fox News coming out. The Dominion Voting Systems defamation trial against Fox News delayed until Tuesday. The extra time, according to the Washington Post, allowing for settlement talks. This case centers around the network's coverage of the 2020 presidential election. We cannot allow America's election to be corrupted. This is an election nightmare. Dominion argues Fox News knowingly amplified false claims that its voting machines rigged the election in favor of Joe Biden. In a statement, a company spokesperson says, we will prove Fox spread lies causing enormous damage. What Dominion has to prove is that Fox actually knew the statements were false or recklessly disregarded them. A number of people have said that standard is way too high. Fox is defending itself on First Amendment grounds. News Corps chairman Rupert Murdoch claims the company was trying to straddle the line between spewing conspiracy theories on one hand, yet calling out the fact that they are actually false on the other. But court filings reveal behind the scenes, people at the network were poking fun at the false narrative. In the form of emails, texts between Fox News hosts, producers, and even its executives. So I would say ordinarily, it's a really difficult thing to prove here. However, that might be a lot easier than some people think. Former President Trump weighing in on the case online, posting, back up those patriots at Fox instead of throwing them under the bus. As the legal fight continues, the stakes are high for the reputations of Dominion, Fox News, and journalism itself. In Washington, Bree Jackson, NBC News. 
And Dominion voting machines and software are not used in Texas. State law requires the Secretary of State to approve any voting systems used in elections here. And right now there are only two in use. Austin-based Heart InterCivic and Omaha-based election systems and software. The Secretary of State's office also says we should all understand three things about the security of our voting systems in the state. One, voting machines in Texas are never connected to the internet. Two, only state-certified software can be loaded on voting machines. And three, all voting machines are tested for logic and accuracy three times, twice before the election and then once immediately after the election. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, it's after 5 o'clock and it looks very different outside than it did earlier this morning. We started off clear and chilly in the 40s in some areas. Now it's mostly cloudy up here on the Indeed weather cam. Otherwise very comfortable though, 75 right now at the domain. You can see some clouds have been filtering in from west to east. A little suggestion of green on the radar, suggesting some sprinkles in the hill country. Rain is really not in our forecast this evening, at least for the next few hours. Partially because the air underneath those clouds is so dry rain that's trying to fall in the hill country is evaporating before it can reach the ground. That's the case when the humidity is 18%. Coming up, I'll show you though when damp weather does return because it will pretty soon. Daily rain chances that'll get going all week and cooler weather this weekend. All right, David, thank you very much. Days after historic rainfall, almost 26 inches in some places in South Florida, gas stations are running out of fuel and those that do have gas are jam-packed. Like lines back to back, like each entryway lines are miles and miles long. It's full. I mean, all the line, like the ones, the couple of times that I saw like not many cars there, it's because there's no gas. A Port Everglades spokesperson said the heavy rains blocked fuel trucks from getting where they needed to go, but they are now back on the road. We're learning more about a deadly weekend shooting in Dadeville, Alabama that killed four and injured at least 28 others. This happened Saturday night at a birthday party and as Jay Gray reports, we now know all of lives lost were high school seniors. This time it's Dadeville, Alabama, a small town about an hour from Montgomery, the scene of America's latest mass shooting. We see this on television or we hear it on the news. We never thought that it would hit our town. It hit Saturday night. Shots fired during a Sweet 16 birthday party at this dance studio. After everybody ran out, I made sure they were okay. And then that's when I came out and the police arrived. Four teenagers were killed just weeks from their high school graduation. Of those that passed away, all were seniors. So it's going to be a tough time for graduation for these kids. One of the victims, Philstavius Dowdell a high school football star with a scholarship to play in college. He was just a great person. He always lived the room. He came in, he had a great personality. He was smart in the classroom. He loved to play sports and he just loved people. As the investigation continues, police say there's no ongoing threat, but haven't announced any arrest or talked at all about a suspect. We're going through in a very methodical way. We're not going to rush. We're not going to rush to failure. We're going to do exactly what we need to do to ensure justice is brought to bear for those families. This grieving community now pulling together. They're going to love each other, take care of each other, and, and they're going to be there. And, uh, you know, the big thing is just time for some, some healing, and time, it'll take time to do that. Healing that many say can only begin when there is justice here. Jay Gray, NBC News, Dadeville, Alabama. 
Today at the Texas Capitol, Republican lawmakers vowed to keep Texas's abortion ban the strictest in the country. Conservative activists denounced bills from Texas Democrats to add exceptions for situations like sexual assault or health complications. And as our Ryan Chandler reports, even a change that received some bipartisan support earlier this session now seems unlikely to pass. The origin of the conception is not what determines the value of life. Texas Republicans making clear Texas's strict abortion ban is here to stay, unequivocal and unchanged. There is no such thing as an unplanned pregnancy, right? There's a plan for everyone. Standing with advocates who argued they are the reason to keep the law as it is because they were conceived as a result of rape. Even though my birth mom was the victim of the horrific violence of rape, she did not make me a victim of the horrific violence of abortion. The calls are preempting bills from Texas Democrats, which would add in exceptions for rape, incest, or fetal abnormalities. None of that legislation is expected to pass this session, but Republicans and Democrats have expressed support for clarifying a different kind of exception. Uh, there are some doctors who say that they don't have the authority to uh, treat things like ectopic pregnancies or miscarriages or infections or some other dangers. Clarifying when and whether a doctor can provide an abortion to save a mother's life is a top priority of Democrat Mihaela Plisa. There was a woman who was 30 years old who had a high-risk pregnancy. At 30 years old, had complications in her pregnancy and had to undergo a full hysterectomy. She will never be able to have a child in the state. House Bill 1490 would direct doctors to prioritize the mother's health above all else. Which I thought was just a common sense bill because the governor asked for it. It faces a steep climb though, with advocates now arguing the law is sufficient as is. However, the laws do not need to be changed. They are very clear in their language. I don't see that any change is on our horizon. Ryan Chandler, KXAN News. And asking what Texans think, a February poll of registered voters from the Texas Politics Project shows more than 70% of Texans believe abortion should be allowed in cases of rape, incest, and serious birth defects. Only about 7% of Texans believe abortion should never be allowed. This week, we'll find out what's next for the most commonly taken abortion drug, Mifepristone. The Supreme Court's stay on a lower court ruling that would limit access to the pill expires at midnight Wednesday. Now, the justices wanted more time to consider what to do. Advocacy groups and doctors sued to ban the drug, claiming the Food and Drug Administration ignored safety risks. For now, women can still get the pill by mail. Just ahead, a record discovery off the coast of Sicily. How much cocaine was found just floating in the water? And time is running out to file your taxes. What to do now if you think you won't make tomorrow's deadline? And hear from the pizza guy who delivered for the police while he was delivering a pie. Take a look at this. Italian police say a surveillance plane with an illumination device spotted about two tons of cocaine floating in large packages off the coast of Sicily. The 70 waterproof packages were held together by a net. Police dragged the floating boxes out of the water and brought them to their headquarters. They discovered 1,600 packets of cocaine weighing in at 4,500 pounds and worth more than $400 million. And now they're looking for signs of boats that might have been involved in the drug operation. Clinical trials are now underway on an experimental vaccine for skin cancer. Melanoma is the most invasive type of skin cancer with the highest risk of death. It grows fast, it can spread, and it can return after removal. 
But now there's a new cancer vaccine technology being tested for melanoma. The vaccine is being used in addition to immunotherapy and is uniquely designed for each patient. I have a belief in science and um, it's, it's just really cool that something uh, on a vaccine level could be targeted to an individual's uh, case or situation. Ahead on NBC Nightly News, what trials have shown so far and what this drug has in common with the COVID vaccine. Just ahead, what to do if you're not ready for tomorrow's tax deadline. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to shelfgenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. A Montessori school in South Austin was locked down twice today due to police response in the neighborhood. We do want to put parents' minds at ease. It was not because of an active shooter, as some feared. Officers responded to a burglary call on Paisano Trail and then a second report of what they call a gun hotshot a couple hours later. Council member Ryan Alter's office tells us an elderly man thought someone was breaking into his home, locked himself in, and then fired a warning shot. Tax day is a little different this year. This year's deadline is tomorrow, Tuesday the 18th. That's because April 15th fell on a weekend and then there's a holiday in Washington, D.C. today, D.C. Emancipation Day. And if you can't get it done, Deanna Zoga explains how to get some more time. Tax day is Tuesday. That's also the deadline to request an extension if you're not ready to file your individual income tax return. You can use tax software or IRS free file, no matter how much you make, to electronically request an automatic extension. CPA Bill Dendy explains, just fill out IRS Form 4868. It's short, and you don't have to give a reason for needing an extension. One of the easiest forms to fill out, especially if we're not making a payment. An extension gives you until October 16th to get your return in. But an extension to file is not an extension to pay. Estimate your tax liability on Form 4868 and pay. Make it as accurate as you can with the information you have. The best way to figure out how much you're going to owe is look at what you owed last year and look at what may have changed. If nothing's changed, if you paid in last year, you got your taxes finished and you got a $100 refund, you're probably within $100 this year too if nothing has changed. Keep in mind, bigger tax breaks like the enhanced child tax credit offered during the pandemic are going away. So you may expect a smaller refund this year if you received one last year. And if you can't afford to pay, Dindy says it's still important to file an extension. Many taxpayers can apply for an installment agreement online. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, if you went outside this morning and then you look outside now, it looks quite different with grayer skies returning to the area in a hurry. Otherwise, very comfortable here in Austin, 76 degrees, 70s in most areas from Georgetown to Rockdale, Bastrop out to Fredericksburg, a little bit warmer in parts of the hill country, 81 in Llano. The allergies have been doing a number on some of us. Grass is spiking to some of the highest levels of the season in the high concentration. Mulberry, oak, these are big problems lately. Also 
also in the medium category. The, a few more here on page two makes a total of seven different allergens. A little something for everyone here. Springtime in Texas. You can see some clouds increasing as rain falls in parts of West Texas. Zooming in here on the water vapor satellite. This isn't a big bowling ball of a low pressure that's heading our way. It's just a little short wave disturbance, a little wrinkle in the flow that's heading our way. This, though, is going to mean increasing clouds throughout the evening. Nothing more than a couple sprinkles here as the air under the clouds remains very dry. But as south winds blow in tonight, the air is going to moisten up. And as the short wave disturbance approaches, more rain is going to be successful in falling. The translation, scattered showers begin overnight. Here's the radar with some light rain in some areas by 3 or 4 a.m. Tomorrow, I think it could be even a little more damp than what you're seeing here. More clouds than sun, some mist, some light rain showers, maybe even a thunderstorm here and there from morning through the late evening. By late tomorrow night, that little disturbance passes out and damp weather pretty likely, I'd say tomorrow, but it's not much more than that. Just a couple drops in the bucket, not a whole lot of measurable rain from this one. High temperatures kept a little cooler than normal, kind of like today. Tomorrow, we only end up at 76. After that, though, a little lower rain chance and more heat and humidity build in 84 on Wednesday, pushing up close to 90 on Thursday afternoon. Tonight's forecast, 61 degrees with increasing clouds and a 30% chance of some light rain. Tomorrow, some passing showers, maybe even an isolated storm. Otherwise, comfortable with the damp weather, uh, 76 degrees is your forecast high. Rain chances are actually with us every single day through the rest of the week, but they do go up and down a lot. A little wetter tomorrow, a little drier with only a slight chance of rain on Wednesday. But as a broad western storm approaches late Thursday into Friday, another pretty good shot of some scattered thunderstorms returns. Not a whole lot more than about a half inch of rain expected, including in Austin, through week's end. Then this weekend, the rain appears to clear out, but cooler, windy weather blows in. Kind of like yesterday, it could be just a lovely Saturday, Sunday, but a a little cooler even. Highs on Sunday may remain in the 60s. Well, just ahead, a pizza delivery guy serves up justice as he helps nab an alleged car thief. Well, you're going to want to see this. Police in Brookhaven, Pennsylvania are sharing video of a pizza delivery guy springing into action to help them catch a suspected car thief. Officers were trying to pull over the driver of a stolen vehicle who kept going until he hit a pole. The teen suspect then got out and tried to run away, but then you see right there, that's when the pizza guy who saw what was happening tripped the suspect as he ran past, allowing police to take him into custody. He starts running. I'm like, like I got the pizza in my hand. I didn't get the cash yet for the pizza, so I'm like, I'm not going to go back without the money for this pie. So I just like did what I honestly feel like I did what anybody else would do. And that's kind of how I'm feeling is like people think I did something extraordinary and I don't really think I did. I think I just did what you're supposed to do in a situation like that. So I stuck my leg out and caught a pretty nasty bruise on it, but it's, it is what it is. I'll, I'll survive. There you go. And then he did deliver that pizza and he did get his cash. Well, it may be easier to get to Zilker Park this summer with the return of free shuttle services. Austin Parks and Recreation announced today shuttle service will return May 27th and run through September 4th. So those free rides will go from the One Texas Center parking garage on Barton Springs Road each Saturday and Sunday and on summer holidays. It comes less than a month after the city announced an increase in parking fees at Zilker from $5 a day to $7 a day. We, of course, have more details on that as well as the shuttle operation hours at KXAN.com. All right, tonight on KXAN at 7 o'clock, we have the knockout round begins on The Voice. 
And then at 9, it's an all-new episode of Jimmy Fallon's That's My Jam, right before we're back with KXAN News at 10. And, of course, you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 o'clock on the CW Austin. And here's where to find us. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.